All right. Well, we will get to the exciting return of fake doctor Malachi Love Robinson. But first, we got to kick things off today with our, our first correction of the year. That's right.、Uh, in our previous episode, we referred to the U.S. Republican Party as a clown show who might spend this entire congressional term trying and failing to elect a House Speaker. But clearly,、uh, apologies are in order because after just Just 15 separate rounds of voting over the course of just one week. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy was successfully voted in as Speaker of the House very early Saturday morning, right after the anniversary of the January 6th Capitol riot. So, checkmate liberals and checkmate us. If it doesn't work once, you try, try you try, you try, try, you try, 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 try again. That's right. Look, you know that's pretty inspirational. I'd say it is. Yeah, didn't give up. And, and as everyone else in the Republican Party said, nobody wants it more than him because nobody else wants it. Yeah, it's quite a situation they got themselves in. But、uh, for further details, here's AP. Republican Kevin McCarthy was elected House Speaker on a historic post-midnight 15th ballot early Saturday, overcoming holdouts from his own ranks and floor tensions that boiled over after a chaotic week that tested the new GOP majority's ability to govern. "Quote: My father always told me, it's not how you start." It's how you finish, McCarthy told <laughs> cheering Republicans.、Uh, Republicans roared in celebration when his victory was announced, chanting "USA, USA, USA, USA." This is look at the this is the embodiment of this country. Just a fucking shit show. Look at us, operating, USA, operating as intended,、yeah. and, and we are cheering this without a shred of irony. Woo! Yeah.、Uh, it continues. After four days of grueling ballots, McCarthy flipped more than a dozen conservative holdouts to become supporters, including the chairman of the chamber's Freedom Caucus. He fell one vote short on the 14th ballot, and the chamber became raucous, unruly. McCarthy strode to the back of the chamber to confront Republican Matt Gates, sitting with Lauren Boebert and other holdouts. Fingers were pointed, words exchanged, and violence apparently just averted. At one point, Republican Mike Rogers of Alabama, shouting, approached Gates before another Republican, Richard Hudson, physically pulled him back. Stay civil! Someone shouted. After、uh, you know, squeaking by on the accusations in Florida, Matt Gates has grown the biggest chip on his shoulder ever.、Um, Fun to watch from the sidelines, but I'm sure the Republican Party is like, "What the fuck do you think you're doing?" Yeah, I don't know if they consider him much of an asset anymore, if they ever really did. Yeah. So,、uh, so the moment was, of course, captured from multiple angles by C-SPAN, who is having the best week.、Uh, just unedited, just、yeah. point the camera and let the action happen,、uh, and also news photographers in attendance. And it was weird.、Uh, this Mike Rogers fellow said something to Matt Gates that made Congressman Richard Hudson grab him by the face. <laughs> Uh, you know, I wish we had someone like sports commentator and lip reader John Boy around to decipher what exactly was said here. And in fact, John Boy did jump in to lip read an earlier exchange between AOC and Matt Gates after a million people asked him to do so.、Um, so maybe he'll come back for this one too. I, I thought this was like fascinating that all these like bigger media people were like, "Where's we, John we Boy?" We need John Boy, and he's like, "Finally!" Like, like you can tell he's like on his phone doing like, it or something. I, I, yeah, he just like people keep tagging me. I guess I'll just do it, and it was kind of boring. Here's just a little bit of that. Yeah, I didn't know who it was yesterday, or it could be. I didn't know we were doing that today. I didn't know we were doing that today. Something like that. But I switched. That looks like. But I switched. Something, something, something. He says something. Oh, interesting. Oh well, I'll I'll push through that. I'll let you know. That's the thing is that John, 
look, I'm glad that they got as big as they are with the lip reading stuff. Uh, the the what they've turned their company is, into is a lot bigger than that, and I'm very proud of them for doing so. Yeah, if he if John Boyd had more like um, political sort of like literacy with terms and stuff, he'd probably be able to do even more. It's just he's been watching baseball for his whole fucking life, so he yeah. knows like how to read the, the context of the conversation. I can't get angry at politicians when I'm so angry at the Yankees constantly. Yeah, it's too much anger for one man to mm-hmm. bear. Anyways, that whole kerfuffle prompted uh, an official response from Representative Mike Rogers, the guy who got his face grabbed by a hand uh, on Twitter. Username at Representative Mike Rogers said, Good very early morning. I am no longer in Congress. Oh my gosh. If you're looking for the representative from Alabama, he can be found at at Rep Mike Rogers AL. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Well, that was followed by several responses from other verified users who happened to share names with controversial political figures. Our boy Kevin McCarthy, a movie, yeah, well, yeah. movie reviewer Ken, Kevin McCarthy, nicest boy around. Um, having a real rough week. He's had a real rough like six years, but this week in particular. Uh, yes, because he constantly, he for a long time, he was getting it from like uh, the liberal side of things who were... Uh, accidentally tagging him, thinking they were tagging uh, Kevin McCarthy, and then complaining about things. And now he's getting it like a lot from the Republican side, who also uh, the more yeah. the the crazier sect of it is uh, a traitor. Yeah, um, but he's the perfect man for the job uh, he, you, because he, he is so positive. He's such a good person that like he just jokes with everyone. Yeah, um, he has fun with it. Yeah, but yeah, the, the fact that there's been two Representative Mike Rogers in the past, like. 10 years mm-hmm. uh, that's especially you literally you look up this Mike Rogers and it says like you look at the bio it like seems like the right Mike Rogers yeah time to do a little bit of trolling but you got the wrong guy oh well oh well anyways another weird moment captured on camera was when McCarthy supporter Marjorie Titan Green was seen trying to pass a phone to hold out representative Matt Rosendale of Montana who waved her away and thanks to long lenses and high megapixels we can see that the person on the line is DT, hmm. who Green later confirmed was in fact Donald Trump calling in to yell at McCarthy holdouts to fall in line. Interesting. Hmm. Anyways, at the end, the holdouts, enough of them voted present to skew the results for a McCarthy victory late, late at night on, uh, I guess, early Saturday morning. Yeah. So uh, they, they just needed to wait like a couple minutes longer to make sure it wasn't literally on the anniversary of January 6th. So yeah, I after think that the stroke would also... of midnight, they're like, all right. We can do it now. Yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the other funny thing, too, is like uh, I didn't get to it in the writing of that last episode, but I was still gathering clips like while editing. And there was one where uh, some other representatives, uh, I believe from like Tennessee, one of the guys was like, I am a war veteran and I refuse to do unconditional surrender to the Freedom Caucus. And then he goes, now, conditional surrender. Sure. What are your conditions? Please tell us what you want. We've been asking. Uh, you know, if you do have conditions, we're willing to work with it. But I will not <laughs> go unconditionally. Oh, just, what a fun government. What, just a goofy place. So, yeah, congratulations to the new Speaker of the House. Enjoy your, your big old hammer. He's having fun with that hammer. Mm-hmm. And welcome to a hell of your own making. This is all just pride and clout. He wants to be second in line to the presidency and, you know, and have a little bit of power. He, he had to give up quite a lot of uh, power. Like, he's the Speaker of the House, but he's technically, according to the rules that he'll be implementing, going to be the weakest Speaker in, yeah. like, decades. Uh, ba- like I think, I think it's like a single member of Congress can vote to like impeach him as speaker at any time. So I'm sure that won't become a problem at any point later on uh, <sighs> if he does anything to upset his very narrow majority in Congress. Good luck, sir. Yeah, it would be a lot funnier if it didn't have an effect on all of our lives, as we always say. 
Yeah. Yeah. Now, but now let's uh, turn to the long-awaited return of this show's longest-running character, someone that we knew would come back eventually. You he just don't know does. when. Yeah. Uh, and this is, of course, dating all the way back to 2015, and we're talking about. Dr. Malachi Love Robinson. The doctor is in. Dr. Love. And we can't possibly recap that entire saga, but this guy first landed on our radar when at just 17 years old. Prolific. He's got uh, moxie. Uh, he was found to have been roaming the halls of a Florida hospital for an entire month dressed as a doctor. And, and again, after years of covering this, it does become a very like comical thing, but this guy was doing actual terrible shit. Yeah. He was scamming elderly people. And also, uh, wasn't he doing like he, the, the specific medical stuff that he was doing was uh, not. Uh, he was misrepresenting himself in a lot of very dangerous ways. Yes. But uh, he managed to get off easy due to being a minor. But he quickly opened up his very own fake medical practice and was very quickly caught. But still managed to defraud several patients. And in at least one case, literally robbed. Yeah. Just went in the, this old lady's purse. While she was in the bathroom with the stomach pains that she called him about. Yeah. And just uh, grabbed a couple checks out of the checkbook, took them home. So I wrote some checks to himself and, uh, well, well, you know. Yeah, but I, I feel like after covering him for so long, we almost fictionalize him like he's the Hamburglar. Like, I mean, we, it kind of is, yeah. but, uh, you know, if the Hamburglar were real... Uh, a lot of people's lives would be destroyed That's in the process. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. And Mayor McCheese, he'd be on his 14th a re-election yeah. bid right now, and yeah. the holdouts would be Grimace, of course. <laughs> anyway, all of that was in addition to a completely separate case <laughs> amidst all of this, in which Dr. Love tried to buy a Lexus using fake earning statements from a fake career, and also tricking an elderly woman into co-signing on the car loan. And she apparently did not know where she was or what she was doing. Mm -hmm. So, very cool stuff. He ended up going to prison for a, few year, for a couple of years for all those crimes. And then after getting out in September of 2019, he seemed to be getting his life back on track. But of course, that was a lie. Because in March of 2020, the employer who made the mistake of giving him another chance caught him stealing from them. Uh, here's the Tampa Bay Times from January 2021. Company owner Daniel O'Sullivan called the cops last March with allegations that Love Robinson stole from the business, which operates as a broker connecting customers or shippers with transport companies. The way it works, a customer pays a fee to United States of Freight, which in turn pays a carrier to deliver the goods. O'Sullivan's company keeps a broker compensation each time. Love Robinson, using the name Alex Robinson, was paid commissions for handling these transactions between the company and its customers. But while working on orders for five customers between January 8th and February 4th, 2020, Love Robinson had these clients pay him a total of $10,130 directly instead of his employer as required, the arrest report shows. Uh, it continues, he had the money routed to him in two ways. Four customers paid him through PayPal or Venmo, so the funds went to his personal checking account, police say. <laughs> Matt Gates was like, by the way, those are public. <laughs> One customer paid $2,675 to a business called National Logistics Division, LLC, which was linked to Love Robinson's name and home address, police learned. Love Robinson created the company two months after his release from prison, state records show. It is now listed as inactive. Online records also show Love Robinson registered his new company with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, which regulates trucking and bus firms. While stealing from United States of Freight, Love Robinson double-dipped and pocketed an unspecified amount in commissions, the police report said. I love that all the, the fake business names are always, like, just bland enough to totally work. Vandalay Industries. It was, yeah, well, it's like uh, the, the uh, what's the his human name? Fun. George Santos' uh, uh, cat and dog rescue. Yeah. It was like United States of Pets or whatever yeah. that was. It's great. Uh, but this latest update has to do with all of that. The wheels of justice, they do move slowly, especially during a global pandemic. But nearly three years after getting caught, 
Dr. Love is going back to prison. Here's West Palm Beach's WPTV. Malachi Love Robinson, now 24 years old, was arrested one year ago, December 30th, on a felony charge of theft of more than $10,000 from a Delray Beach-based shipping company, United States of Freight. I love that he just squeaked by on making it a felony of over $10,000 by $100. Yeah. Like, he could have just taken He's getting smarter. He's two, getting smarter. He could've, like, but $200 less, and he would have had less serious of a fucking... Uh, Crime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was only 15 months after he completed a nearly 21-month sentence for practicing medicine without a license as an 18-year-old. On Thursday, Love Robinson pleaded guilty to grand theft and organized scheme to defraud less than $20,000. Hey, okay, see? so he, yeah, okay, he found the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Risk versus reward. Circuit Judge Howard Coates made the sentence concurrent and also ordered two years of probation and $10,129 in restitution. Love Robinson, while working as a shipping broker, was convicted of having clients send money to his personal account instead of the company. I like to think that he was trying to keep it under $10,000, like that was the plan, but oh, he geez. just like fucked it up so much, like the double dipping, mm -hmm. that was like a separate thing. He just took a couple hundred here or there. Off the top, yeah, and then uh, they added it all up, and he's like, "I, I, I Your Honor, I think you'll find that it was actually under ten thousand dollars." Like, nope, nope, sorry, but just over. Actually, I got good news for you, buddy, because it is under twenty thousand. So, yeah. uh, hey, could be worse, I guess. So he's going back to jail, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, apparently that report we just read is wrong about his age. He's actually twenty five, mm -hmm. not twenty four. So with some rough math, Dr. Love has spent roughly one third of his life either incarcerated or in some sort of trouble with the law. He'll never be a medical doctor, but he's clearly put in enough hours to qualify for some sort of PhD in crime with an emphasis in grifting and scamming. So mm -hmm. maybe if the courts simply found a way to give Malachi Love Robinson the PhD that he deserves and has earned, he would cut all the rest of this out. That's all he wants. He wants the diploma. Give him his crime diploma. Mr. Love Robinson, Run for Congress. Uh, I mean, can he? Probably. I don't know. If he's in Florida, I think anything goes. Yeah, he can run. I mean, yeah, he'll be fine. Mm -hmm. this, this guy's shaping up to be like the U.S. version of uh, Charles Bronson, that prisoner in Britain who's like never committed a serious crime, but been in and out of British jails for like 90% of his life. Did he adopt the name because of the film actor? Yeah. Cool. There's, there's also a, a band called Charles Bronson. There's a, the, the Nick Winding Refn movie, Bron Bronson. Oh. Bronson starring uh, Tom Hardy. Oh, yeah. The first movie he got jacked for. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's just this, uh, this fucking psycho who like has only ever committed petty crimes, but like he just literally cannot exist outside of prison. Uh, every time he gets close I to release... I was born a criminal. Yeah, every time he like might end up getting released, he'll like hold the whole prison fucking hostage just to get ears added. I, yeah, I feel like, it, like with all of the prolific crime committers, when it's not like a violent crime or whatever, it's just like... I feel like they get to a point where Malachi got a real job and for a while it seemed like, like he was, sucks. And he's just like, oh God, it'd be so easy to yeah. just make a bunch of money illegally. Right it's now. all right there. I'm handling the money. Why don't I just take more of the money that I'm handling? Yeah, it's, um, it gets the better of them. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move on now to some weird news that we missed while we were away. Starting with the top mixed martial arts sporting event of the holiday season, which took place at a Texas Waffle House. Now, unfortunately for us, we yeah. do not have Waffle House out here in California. Yeah. I have to go visit my parents to wine and dine myself yeah. at the local Waffle House. And our closest location is in Arizona, and their biggest hub of operations is in the southeast. But we have eaten at Waffle House, and it is a fine establishment to enjoy some hearty comfort food at an affordable price. 
During the daytime, apparently. During the daytime, just breakfast, and, lunch, and, maybe an early dinner. And not during hurricanes because they close their doors. And that's yeah. when you know it's serious. So, yeah, Waffle House, they are a 24-hour establishment. And at night, the, the vibe shifts dramatically. And it becomes America's premier hive of scum and villainy. All 24-hour diners attract a, a rowdy and drunken element in the early morning hours. But Waffle House is unparalleled when it comes to late-night violent confrontations. And for years, many have joked that securing a job at Waffle House is as much about one's skills at the cash register or the grill as it is about one's abilities in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Well, th yeah, that's the thing is Waffle, and more power to them, Waffle House employees fight back. They do. They do they not take to. shit lying down. Because yeah. it's like, I'm in a 24-hour establishment and it is me and the line cook. Yeah. And if you do. fuck with me or him. You are the last line of defense. Yeah. You're and our, line of defense. our entire method of preparing meals is based on which way a plate is turned in front of the, the griddle. Yeah. So if you fuck with anything, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. So over the years, uh, there have been countless Waffle House fight videos. But this latest one from late December really, really takes the cake. Or takes the waffle, I guess. But uh, in, in it, we see the typical chaos as customers argue with staff about something unclear, resulting in customers throwing shit and trying to jump over the counter to fight workers. But the moment that sets this particular fight apart comes when a customer picks up a chair and a young female employee behind the counter taunts her to throw the chair, like something straight out of the WWE. Uh, then when the chair is thrown, the worker swats it away like it's nothing. That same worker is seen elsewhere in the video throwing punches that MMA fans have praised for their precision. And technique. Yeah, she's getting uppercuts. Like, I, in the heat of the moment, like, that's the thing about this girl that strikes me and, and so many others is that she she kept her cool. Yeah. Like, most of us would break. We'd go a little, go a little animalistic. But she clearly, she is calm, swatting, effortlessly swatting that chair out of the way. Not the first time. She's got her technique going. Yeah, this isn't her first throwdown at exactly. all. And also, hold on. Despite this going viral right at the end of 2022, like going extremely viral. Everywhere. Apparently this all actually went down in September of 2021. Hmm. It's a repost, but it's a good one. And it took, I guess, everyone being cooped up at home during various forms of extreme winter weather to notice this clip and uh, appreciate it to the proper degree. Mm -hmm. Regardless, though, all this newfound attention prompted... Waffle House Wendy, real name Haley Booth, to come out of the woodwork and tell her side of the story in various interviews and in some YouTube videos. And basically, uh, the customers were being rude and demanding and repeatedly harassing her, so she refused service, and that's when the altercation started. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Haley says that once police arrived, she declined to press charges because, quote, I felt the situation <laughs> had been resolved. <laughs> I, I resolved it. <laughs> yeah. And she says that after the incident, she was actually written up by her supervisor for throwing a sugar shaker during the fight, despite having various objects, including the chair, thrown at her. She kept the job, but a few months later, when she moved and tried to apply at a different Waffle House location, she discovered that she was blacklisted by Waffle House corporate and banned for life from working at any of their locations. The fuck? What? That's bullshit. Does Waffle House not realize that they are Waffle House? And yeah. that this is... Uh, th this, this is an asset. You, th This employee went above and beyond the Call of Duty. Yeah, you're going to be... Uh, there will come a time, maybe not soon, when something will go down at Waffle House, one of your many locations throughout across this country, and you're going to wish Haley was there. Yeah, we, we talk about people who imitate superheroes all the time. And then when a real one shows up, they clip their wings. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This woman's a hero. Do you see the Meth Syndicate shirts that were up this week? No. Uh, you can't buy them anymore, obviously, because it's like... Yeah, limited But they run. had, uh, welcome to Waffle House, duck motherfucker, <laughs> and it had the chair on it. And then they had another one with the where, where she's swatting the chair, and it had the silver chair logo on it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 
Anyways, um, it's unclear where Haley is working these days, but she's now got a presence on YouTube and Twitter. And after seeing various examples of anime-style fan art of herself, she collaborated with an artist to sell these limited-edition Waffle Warrior t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like something straight out of Food Wars. And uh, speaking with Rolling Stone, here's what she says she hopes people take away from all this. What people forget is that during 2020, Booth says, when everything was shut down for COVID-19, food service workers were considered essential along with first responders. Without them, you would have to go home and cook your own chicken nuggets. People look at food service workers as, for lack of a better term, nothing but the help, and they look down on them, Booth says. She hopes that her experience can encourage customers to look at these people with respect and like a human being. The video, she feels, also proves that late night workers need more security, especially after last call for these bars. If we can get more help for the workers on the night shift, give them some sort of protection, they can stop the fight before it happens, she says. And she's not wrong. She's completely right. We need to give each of these people a gun. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yes. Uh, Every Waffle House worker needs to be locked and loaded. Yeah. And it doesn't even have, it could be like you pull it out and it's actually syrup. But uh, just the, the threat is there, yeah, you know? Yeah, just the constant reminder that... Oh, you need uh, some syrup? You know, fighting words. Be careful. Yeah, I, I look, I think that we have moved past the term the customer is always right. Well, yeah, and also that was never what people think it means. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, that was never... Like, people take that literally, which... Well, it's in people, the Constitution. People are very literal about that, but yeah. like... The, the customer's always right just literally meant it was like in reference to like special orders. It was like, yeah. Oh, you you want. You, oh, you want it your way? Yeah, Welcome like, to Burger Okay, King. the customer is. You, you can have it. It's not like the customer is always right about fucking everything. Shut up. No. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, service industry people. Yeah, these people, I mean, I'm sure. If you push them, push them house, to their breaking point, like, look. A Waffle House in Austin, Texas, and actually, holy shit. This might have been a Waffle House that we've been to, now that I think about Could it. Could be, yeah. We have been to the waff- one of the Waffle Houses in Austin. I don't know how many they have. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hmm, interesting. But they can't be making that much money. Mm-hmm. And, um, look, I, yeah. I've been to pretty much every Waffle House in the country, probably, because I used to tour, and, like, you get treated like roast. Well, look Where who it is! Where are you boys from? Where, you guys aren't from around here, are you? That trailer out there yours? Oh, you are a little tour, are Musicians, you? huh? <laughs> It's, it's great. Take me with you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm you <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful place. Yeah, I really like it. It, it really is. Uh, you know, despite all the, the ugliness that gets put on the internet, uh, Waffle House, most of the time, yeah. a nice place to get a cheap meal. Smothered. Covered. covered. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, the holidays are over. And one of the less prominent winter holidays is, of course, Festivus. Yes. The annual airing of grievances popularized by Frank Costanza on Seinfeld. Festivus is an opportunity to break up all the holiday cheer by letting everyone know that you've got a lot of problems with you people. And for years, the Tampa Bay Times has aired its readers' grievances in an annual Festivus article. I wish more newspapers did this, Mm -hmm. but thank you, Tampa Bay Times. There's a lot of grievances in here. A lot of them are specific to the Tampa area, so we're not going to I can decipher. I mean... (laughs) But uh, let's just read some of our favorite selections from this year. Yeah. Why must British television shows get remade for U.S. audiences? We speak a very similar language. I, I agree. Yeah. The only reason most people know what is being said on Twitter is because the news is reprinting it tweet by tweet as if it is a valuable source of commentary or true measure of public sentiment. Mm. Spot the fuck on. Yeah. That's people, uh, very people of applicable. Tampa Bay are growing. That's like, there's so many stories. It's just like, oh, the liberals are saying this. And it's like one tweet with the, like two likes. Yeah. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. You just need content. Uh. There are too many streaming services. Also true. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I'm 
Uh, someone recommended me a show on Peacock, the one streaming service I don't have, and it's like... Oh, you're talking about Piss Dick, the streaming service? Yeah, uh, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know when I'm going to get around to it. We we just got Paramount Plus. It's like, oh, I've God, gotten too many stuff. I've gotten so overwhelmed that I literally only watch the free one, Pluto. I just put on America's Test Kitchen and just let it roll. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that AMC Nicole Kidman commercial playing in theaters right before a movie? We're already here. You don't need to tell us the benefit of the movies. <laughs> I, 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 do I think like, it's like now it's just a meme. They do it for the meme. That's the thing is people like clap for it yeah. now because it's such a meme. It's like they're never getting rid of this because of all of you. Somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. With her hands. Yeah. Have you noticed the macaroni in Hamburger Helper is shorter? <laughs> damn it, Joe Biden. There's damn shrink. Joe Biden's <laughs> making the macaroni shorter. <laughs> I don't. It's gonna be like a Berenstein Bears thing where they're like, the Hamburger Helper used to have five fingers. <laughs> yeah. Their CG artists have gotten lazy. It's like no, he was always. They got rid of that finger and they didn't pass the savings on to us. No, they actually they took more away from us. That stupid BK song from the commercial. Oh, I want it my way, all right. I want it to end. And the customer's always right. So. Yeah. Whoever let Landon Donovan commentate a soccer game should be forced to watch Morbius on loop. Yeah, he was, uh, he's been doing this for years, but this year, for some reason, people really, uh, I think their patience for Landon Donovan finally wore completely thin. Did you see the after credits scene from Morbius that was going around online? Unedited. Unedited. No. It is. Oh, is that the one with Michael Keaton? Well, he's not, he doesn't appear in it. It's his voice. He oh. clearly did not film anything for it. Uh, so it is, uh, it's hard to believe that that was a real movie that really got made. Well, it did. Mm-hmm. The shame I feel as a teacher when I'm either buying or consuming alcohol on a weekend and I happen to run into a student. Yeah, that would. Uh, one day on the, on the bus ride to middle school or something it was, we looked down. And we saw a teacher driving their own personal car, and they had cigarettes in the center console. Oh! Ooh, they didn't hear the end of it for what? so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like, I believe that police should live in the communities they police in, but I, I believe that teachers should be the opposite. Teachers should be like cops. They should have their own Simi Valley that they all commute from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, you should not be able to approach a teacher yeah. after the hours yeah, of school. Yeah, I feel for them, because like, they, they deal with enough fucking shit they don't get paid enough, and then they have to constantly look over the shoulder in case one of the little fucking rats that they teach happens to catch them in public yeah. doing something fun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Obviously, the, the thing that I wanted to happen today was to see my middle school age students watching me eat alone at a CeCe's Pizza Buffet. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. It's I, all I can afford on my teacher's my, salary. My high school chemistry teacher, uh, you know, he had a side job like a lot of teachers do. Cooking math. His side job was as an usher at Angel Stadium. And uh, at Angel Stadium, for Take Me Out to the Ball Game, they have all the fucking ushers come down to the field and do, like, a whole fucking dance. And, like, we'd see him. He, he knew, he would know that we were in the audience. I could just see the pain in his face as he did the, the Take Me Out to the Ball Game dance on the, on the field. I want to believe he did it because he was a fan and just wanted to fill the time doing, being involved in something he loved. I don't know. He, he, was, he like the Peanuts guy at Dodger Stadium who refuses to retire. It was sad. He was an old man at the time. I think he's still alive and um, unmarried, uh, had worked as a chemist his entire life and like clearly was like at some point going to get some, some, some form of aggressive, like mm-hmm. rare cancer from just burning shit and... Uh, yeah, um, and he also, apparently he was like a gambling addict, but like kind of good at poker. He was like, mm. before poker was even cool, he was it's like... It's not an addiction if you win it, he baby. Was, he was going to like, uh, he was going to all the Indian casinos. Uh, in well, Soho now Cal, you've thrown a, You've actually thrown some confusion onto the story because 
if he's working in Angel Stadium to pay off his gambling debts, I don't feel bad for him anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming, <laughs> I know he won a lot of tournaments, so I'm assuming the Angels money was just on the side, but uh, well, I don't know. I guess we'll it, never know. Interesting fellow. You should reconnect. Probably my favorite character, if he's even alive. He would be like 90 at this point. But I reconnected with a teacher one of the last times I went home. He he was my uh, my favorite, high, most interesting like character high school teacher. The other one was this like ex- also extremely old priest who also might be dead. Mm. Who, like this Irish priest from like out of like another fucking era who's an English teacher. Funniest fucker I've ever met. All right. Oh, back to the fucking uh, grievances, though. I put on some World Cup matches for my students while they worked. A former student saw me doing this and complained that I did not let them watch the World Cup while he was my student last year. Child, nobody watched the World Cup last year. (laughs) Why is George Santos in my classroom? (laughs) Reading perpetual news articles about employers desperate for employees when a friend, a mechanical engineering graduate, has submitted over 100 applications and has had four unsuccessful interviews. One employer questioned his work ethic because he hasn't found a job anywhere while looking for a job. Nobody wants to work anymore. Except for the people who do want to work, but they, uh, well, they're not working, so how, they, where's the work ethic? There's also been so many stories of like people just posting those things on the doors of any business and then have being flushed with applications that were people who work inside are just like, yeah, they just throw them in the trash. Yeah. They just want to be victimized and have excuses to hire less people and charge more. Small business tyrants. Uh-huh. Anyway, finally... Saw a lot of birds this year, more than usual. I don't like having to look at them. This is a person whose brain has clearly been poisoned by the birds aren't real movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, where did you see a lot of birds? The, the population numbers of birds are absolutely collapsing. It's on the water, seagulls. We don't think about it now, but like uh, back in the, like 150 years ago, pre-industrial revolution, like apparently the sky was just like blackened with birds. Maybe that's just, just birds everywhere. Just, just that brief three-month period during COVID when everything stopped and the world was healing. Now we're seeing, you know, the adult birds have finally come back, maybe. Yeah. So, And they're monitoring all of us yes, with their are. little camera eyeballs. <laughs> Stop looking at my window, bird! Anyway, since we were gone for the holidays, feel free to share your festivist grievances in the comments below. But moving on now to New Year's. You know, most cities and towns have some sort of New Year's celebration. And over in the town of Scarborough in England, the plan was to have a little fireworks show to mark the start of the new year. Unfortunately, a masturbating walrus had other plans. Cuckoo ca <laughs> uh, I am the masturbating walrus. <laughs> Boom! We're gonna get masturbating walrus and cocaine bear in a room together, oh and it's gonna God. be wild. Yeah. So yes, that is Thor, a giant walrus who washed ashore in Scarborough in what is believed to be the first walrus sighting on the Yorkshire coast in perhaps a hundred years, cranking one out in front of a captivated audience. <laughs> Uh, he could do this anywhere, but this is how he really gets off. Yeah, I could jack off out in the ocean, no problem, but I need an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, the reason for the fireworks cancellation wasn't the masturbation specifically. It was actually for environmental reasons, as a fireworks show would be upsetting to a walrus, masturbating or otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I think he was done by the time the show went on, but if he was still going, uh, the fireworks, like... They should have timed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Thor, can you... Uh... Can you go right at the stroke of midnight? At the stroke of midnight? Mm-hmm. But, um, That's the new tradition. But yeah, it's, uh, these people haven't seen a walrus in 100 years. One shows up. The whole town's gathered around like, oh my God, he's huge. Look at him. Look at the tusks. Wow. And then he's just like, all right, now that I've got you all gathered here, I can do what I came here to do. I'm trying to save my species. <laughs> I came here to masturbate and ruin New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I'm all out of cum. Well, 
Uh, I think they should make this a tradition. Yeah. Uh, maybe not a real, a real walrus, but someone dressed up and uh, doing a little walrus master- masturbating dance would be great. Yeah, like the Conan masturbating bear. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Speaking of New Year's, far-right former Brazilian president Jair Bolsonaro reportedly spent his New Year's Eve at the Orlando home of former UFC fighter Jose Aldo, though it is unclear whether Bolsonaro slept in Jose Aldo's Minions-themed guest bedroom. Yes, an entire guest bedroom themed after the Minions movies. Uh, Bolsonaro has also been spotted elsewhere in Florida. He was seen strolling around a public supermarket, just enthralled by the the public experience, as everyone is the first time they step into a Publix. Head to the deli, get a Uh, Publix sub. And he was also photographed chowing down on some KFC in just the most unflattering photo I've ever seen of a person eating. The KFC thing was great, but when I saw the the Publix clip, I sent sent it to you and was just (laughs) like, he is actually Florida man. When you just start killing time by going to Publix, (laughs) It doesn't get much more serious than that. I, it's so exciting. Yeah. So this man, he is simply incapable of looking normal in any photo. But that's the least of his problems, seeing as the whole reason he's in Florida is because he's facing potential criminal proceedings in Brazil now that he's no longer in power. So we do look forward to many more Bolsonaro sightings to come now that he's assumed his rightful place as a Florida man alongside our own former president and current Florida man. Yeah. I mean, think of the... Think of what these guys could do together. Based on these sightings, I believe that Jared Bolsonaro might be Florida's elusive skunk ape. He could be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God, do you smell that? There's a, there's, Is that Jared Bolsonaro? That's quite a resemblance. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just lurking around places. He's not really... De- he's been caught eating and mindlessly browsing. Yes. Yes. And... Uh, next thing, he's, <sighs> I swear, the next... P- if... He's going to try to ride a fucking... Uh, airboat. If he uh, is in yeah. an airboat, like cranking it in the Everglades, just... Yeah. That would be the only more Florida thing that feeding, he probably... Feeding alligators, chickens. Yeah. Trying to ride a manatee and getting, or getting sighted by... Uh, boxing that Joker guy from the uh, Andrew Callahan movie. Yeah. Yeah. Joker gang. Yeah. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> a lot of potential down there. Yeah. In America's dick. He's... Yes. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Anyways, before we move on to the headlines half of the show, this episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. And Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, so with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. In 2023, help yourself to delicious, convenient recipes that support your healthy lifestyle and taste good too. Eat well in the new year without sacrificing that taste. Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices make keeping a healthy lifestyle even easier. Put the time you save on meal prep towards achieving your 2023 goals. And they're now offering 10-minute lunches. Each week's menu includes two convenient low-prep and nutritious lunch recipes ready in just 10 minutes, no cooking required. Perfect for when you're on the go or pressed for time at the office. Eat well at lunchtime, too. We especially love Green Chef's fast and fit options for a healthy, tasty meal in as little time as possible. And on next week's menu, they've got the spicy chili ginger chicken kale salad with toasted almonds, saucy mushrooms, and ginger lime aioli, clocking in at just 20 minutes of prep. Delish. Mm-hmm. To try that one and any of Green Chef's 30 weekly menu options, go to greenchef.com slash weird60 and use code weird60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's code weird60 at greenchef.com slash weird60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. This episode is also sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, 
Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and it applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, we've, we mentioned it before earlier this week, but uh, found some crazy deals with Honey over the holiday break. I, I got a, uh, this posture correcting thing that I got a, a discount of 33% on. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it works, and uh, we use it often. And Honey doesn't just work on your desktop. It also works on the iPhone, too. Uh, just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. We wouldn't recommend something we don't use, so get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That is joinhoney.com weird. And now for the headlines half of the show, and uh, being the first Weekly Weird of the year, we, we have some catching up to do. Yeah, uh, but let's Let's start with... A headline that's a little update on a story that's sure to be ongoing for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Romanian authorities seize Andrew Tate's car collection as investigation continues. Just the, the poetic uh, irony of this all, well, not really. The, the two events are not connected, but they are connected because they happen so close together. Mm-hmm. But he did the, he tried to go toe to toe with Greta Thunberg and then like a day later he's arrested and... He, the thing he was saying to Greta was like, "I have thirty-three look cars. At all, look at all my cars. Look at my cool car collection. My gas guzzling, yeah, CO two emitting car collection. And now all None. my all my cars gone." The uh, the best part is uh, the, someone obviously altered the Greta Thunberg tweet where it was like, the, originally, "Dear Greta Thunberg" or whatever, "I have thirty-three cars," and they just edited just that part to say, "I have zero cars." <laughs> I have zero cars. Uh, also, it turns out that they I forget the actual number, but. It was su- like a tweet from forever ago was like, if you're talking to a rich person about their cars, you have to divide by three and get the yeah. actual number. And that ended up being exactly accurate to how oh, many they commented. It wasn't he, 33. It was like 11. Interesting. Yeah. And it, but it was like an so old he tweet. He didn't have triples on the... Uh... <laughs> I guess not. And it was an old tweet that was like mathematically accurate and like... It, it, That's so funny. Uh, a prophecy. Wait, so how many cars did Jay Leno actually have then? Well, are you counting the one that burned his face off? Because I'm sure he threw that one New math. into the trash. Anyway, very exciting stuff. Uh, next headline, though. CNN missed its New Year's Eve countdown in the central time zone, accidentally ringing in 2023 with back that ass up. Yeah, they just compl- I guess Don Lemon's uh, earpiece wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So you see like in the corner, there's like the countdown happening. He's in New Orleans in some bar that they're playing juvenile back that ass up. And mm-hmm. uh, everyone's having a great time. Just oblivious to the new year i think that's actually good yes you should why, why are we counting things down do you think anything's going to change at midnight the, no if you are not aware that new year's has happened and a countdown has happened you are having more fun than if you had had stopped everyone and yeah. ruined the flow of the party i think i felt i fell asleep before midnight this year for, hey, the, first, for, you. for the first time since i was a child uh, well, I, was, I was at home completely alone because i got too sick to go on the new year's trip i was supposed mm-hmm. to go on and so uh, yeah, I, was, I wasn't feeling too happy, but I, I was kind of bummed out. So I just watched a bunch of movies and uh, fell asleep and it was great. Uh, you didn't miss much because uh, this year on CNN, they would they would not allow Anderson Cooper and uh, Andy Cohen to drink. Yeah, cool. Because last year, Andy Cohen, like he got real sloppy. He, he got sassy they, and they, sloppy. They think that the the reason was that he made fun of Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. Like, like everything else was fine, except that he made he fun of Ryan. He talked a bunch of shit on like Bill de Blasio, too. It was very strange. <laughs> hey, look, he's getting out all the stuff before the year ends and... Uh, it is, they, they were like doing shots of pickle juice. They were doing gross things to make up for it, like pickle juice or 
I mean, I like picking I just don't understand why this is a tradition at all. Who the fuck is watching CNN on New Year's Eve? It's a tradition because of the antics. Because for years, you knew that you were going to see these typically buttoned up, uh, lame people finally cut loose and and show that they're normal, which ended up happening. The craziest one was like Don Lemon, who basically started crying one year about how he desperately wants to find love and then uh, found the man of his dreams and got married within a year or two. So... uh, it was funny kind kind yeah. of seeing these people cut loose a little bit. It's but it'll never live up to the greatest New Year's Eve live broadcast of all time, which I believe took place in 2013. The Jamie Foxx, oh, yeah. uh, Southern California, that. KCAL Channel 9, I think. But uh, we don't need another one because it is, it is permanently uh, kept yeah, on YouTube. If you, I don't remember what year it was or which local Southern California channel it was, but if you look up Jamie Foxx New Year's Eve, uh, if you got, like, I don't know, 30 minutes, there's a great supercut of just everything that can possibly go wrong yes. in a, uh, you know, low-budget local live broadcast happens. It's incredible. I'm sure that, like... People watching, have you ever gotten like flustered and then you seem to screw everything up for the next 20 minutes? <laughs> that is this on camera with everything. It's the tech is going wrong, the hosting is going wrong, all of the guests they, they decide to talk to the are crowd all sucks. completely there was insane. There's a fight in the crowd, there was a fight on stage. It's so good. It, it's wild. It's yeah. the best, and it'll never be top. So nope. they should just give up. Bomb Squad called to ER after 88 year old arrives with World War I artillery shell in his anus. And this was, you know, usually they're like, I don't know, I, I fell or whatever. This was in France, and the article gives no indication that the old Frenchman uh, denied what he was doing. Yes, I, uh, I was trying to pleasure myself with the, with the World War I artillery shell in my anus. Yeah. And, you know, we live, uh, we live in France. Uh, you can you just go outside with a metal detector. You can find these things all over the fucking place. So it's uh, free dildos. Yeah. And the only way I can get off is knowing that there is a tiny, tiny chance I, my body will be blown to smithereens if uh, my sphincter applies too much pressure. But what an orgasm it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Explosive, some might say. Wells Fargo has fired an executive accused of urinating on a fellow passenger aboard a flight to New Delhi. Yeah, and this uh, Indian airline has had multiple urine incidents in the past like month, but and they think they both happened in business class or first class. But yeah, this guy he was he pissed he pissed on like a seventy five year old woman. I'm going. You go through your life for seventy five years, then you get pissed, and on. then you get pissed on by I, a Wells Fargo executive. I I, I I work for the bank, bitch. Like with you know, I, the only thing I can say is this sounds like a someone taking anxiety medication and drinking. And that is, again, I don't know if no one ever told you this. I, first of all, a deadly combo. But also, you will go into a uh, state where you don't know what you're fucking doing. Yeah, you're on autopilot. They need to strap you in. Don't drink when you're on anxiety meds. Yeah. Um, but it could just be that he's a complete piece of shit. I don't know. Maybe a mix of both. Yeah. River of melted butter spills into Wisconsin Canal after fire at dairy plant. That, I think there will never be a more Wisconsin headline than this. Yeah. It's, it is the dairy state. And uh, yeah, luckily the butter, uh, due to you know separation of substances, all they had to do to stop it from flowing into the water supply was just put like a a, a foam like noodle yeah. on the river, and it just that stopped it. Yeah, because it sits on top of the water. I wouldn't doubt if there was someone uh, a Wisconsinite who was eager to try uh, you know the end result. Yeah, you take a cup of that, you put it in the, the, the pan, you let it deglaze for a little bit. It's going to, you know, there's a lot of water in that of course, content. Yeah. But uh, yeah, eventually you've got 
natural, uh, unpasteurized, butter curds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wild, wild butter is what they call it. Yeah, none of that farm fresh butter. This butter is from the land. Yeah. <laughs> it is river to table. It's from the river, as it should be. <laughs> drenched, <laughs> drenched from the Wisconsin rivers. Oh, Tesla autopilot leads cops on high speed chase while driver completely passed out. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. It has. It happens like a couple times a year. I feel like. Uh, this was in Germany and mm, uh, on the autobahn. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah, they they when they finally got this guy woken up and pulled him over, uh, he was he was a little bit high or a little bit drunk or something. But uh, he had this like this device with like a little hook and just like a like a weight, like a just a couple ounces that he hung from his steering wheel. Yeah, and I guess you can buy this on the internet, and it just makes it 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 tricks the the car into thinking that you're like resting your hand. They on it. literally make them. It's a uh, it, the cheap way that I've uh, seen is the, um, you know, people wear like, you know, the weight bracelets when yeah. they're working out. They have like really fancy ones, I, I assume for like women or whatever. And mm-hmm. so people just tr- strap on those bracelets and do it. It's uh, extremely dangerous. This shit needs to be fucking banned. Yes. Well, Autobahn, I don't Why were they getting pulled over? No speed limit. Um, I don't know. Maybe visibly. I obviously think sleeping. people just noticed that like he was like fully reclined too. I think, yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. Yeah. It was probably the sleeping, not the speeding. <laughs> Man eats at 18 Michelin-starred restaurants in 24 hours. And he's now broke forever? Is that... He only spent like 500 bucks. I think he got like one item at each one. Uh... It's still just the worst way to go about doing this in a 24-hour period. Like, yeah. at a Michelin-star restaurant, they got the star because of service, not because the, of the, the food. The entire experience. Yeah, yeah. you want to go there and like... When, every, I don't do this often, but when I go to like an actual good restaurant, I'm there for like three hours. I'm trying like everything that's, on the menu. That's, there's got to be some Italian deep down in you because that's such a like an Italian trait. Well, for any other occasion, I, I like to get in and get out. Yeah. I'm not about that. But like when I go to a like I went to um, one of David Chang's restaurants or the not the Momofuku guy. I can never, I can never remember his name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Major Domo, his restaurant in Little Tokyo recently mm-hmm. with my wife and uh one of the best meals i've ever had i like had, when they like, put <laughs> multiple course or like we had like seven or eight courses we got dessert got cocktails it was like everything was a, it was a joy it's an experience and I, yeah. yeah i was like why would you want to rush something like that there's a, a place in new york that i like it's a uh fa place but they were on the michelin like once which is fine yeah but they make sure to like point out the dish that got them on it like yeah. it's on the menu it's like this is the one so if you want to try the thing we still have it mm. we, you know we're not on the list anymore but you know it tastes the same so i like that i'm just like yeah I, no crowds and everyone's not piling in because it's made some michelin list and yeah and they also do the cheap version every year where it's like it has to be under a certain amount yeah 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 i forget what the name it's michelin and then something but uh but yeah this guy's able to do it because new york city has a just disproportionately high number of michelin restaurants yeah uh, it's kind of insane so it's totally possible it's just like if this is your goal just spread it out over like a month or so. I do love that. What like, are you doing? It, it does have. He said he ate like five thousand calories in the in the twenty four hour period. Yeah, like he's just feeling like. Imagine going to a Michelin star restaurant and feeling so full you could fucking burst and being like, oh, well, I, I said I was gonna do it. Yeah, so, uh, oh. bring me uh, bring me the least filling thing on your menu, please, and some yeah. water and a bucket. Stupid. Yeah. I, I I do just love that it like forever because of the uh, you know creation of it. It's just tied to the giant. Michelin yeah. man. You mean like the tires? Yes, actually. Literally, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
UK medical practice mistakenly texts patients they have aggressive lung cancer instead of wishing them a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm telling you. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. No cancer. Well, maybe. I don't know. We're, we didn't check each other. One of you, odds are, but some of you do have cancer, but not the aggressive lung cancer that we, well, maybe. We don't know. But Merry Christmas. Why don't you come down to the office? We'll, we'll clarify this. But, you know. If you are one of the people that got the wrong one and then you get a correction on New Year's, I can't think of a better way to start a brand new year than when an a with an actual new lease on life. Uh, they got they, they got the, the second text like minutes later, okay. but it was still like people were uh, obviously and it, was, it was not only that, but it was like a link to like, here's how to apply for UK government benefits if you are terminally ill. Ah. Just like Jesus. Yeah, this is like uh, this is their little Hawaii atomic bomb thing. Yeah. Yeah. This couple who shares a birthday just welcomed their first baby on their birthday. I like this. Very, it's uh, efficient. Get all the birthdays out of the way in one day. Uh, yeah. It, It'd be even better if they were all born on Christmas. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a pretty recent article, so maybe it so was uh, like... December 18th. Close enough. Yeah. I mean, it's the same week. Yeah, it's within a week of Christmas, so... Uh, I do have... Just get them all out of the way. I have one friend uh, who has a kid that was born, like, literally, like, the day before Christmas. So they celebrate the birthday in July. Mm. Yeah, that's that's probably the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, at least while the kid... I mean, the kid's, like, five years old. Every so. kid I knew as a child who had a birthday, like, around Christmas, like, hated their life. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, they're always, they're always giving me a gift and saying this is for your birthday and Christmas. But I know... They're just cheap assholes. No, they're just cheap. So, yeah, yeah that's smart. Who, who cares? There's a... Uh, uh, Max Muncy from the Dodgers. There's another professional baseball player that just got out of college and signed to a team oh, in the no. farm called Max Muncy. His name's literally Max Muncy. Yeah. And I believe they were born on the, not the same year, but the same day. Damn. Yeah. Well, one more Max Muncy. The Dodgers should sign him. Yeah, and they then... should get two Muncies. Muncy yeah. and Muncy. Yeah. Airline mix-up sends couple's dog to Saudi Arabia instead of Nashville. <laughs> This is so close to normal going to Abu Dhabi and Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Abu Dhabi. So, so far, far away. Uh, yeah. They started off in the UK. I guess they were moving from the UK to uh, Tennessee. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Somehow the dog uh, ended up in Saudi Arabia on a very long flight. And then they had, instead of being, like Saudi Arabia doesn't fly between Nashville and Saudi Arabia. Why would they? So yeah. they had to send the dog all the way back to the UK and then all the way back. Uh, to Nashville. This must have been, especially if it happened recently, so frustrating to be like, um, we have a baggage problem? <laughs> hey, buddy, a lot of people got baggage problems right now. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Our dog <laughs> is in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> in the house of Saud. Oh, okay, yeah, we're going to expedite this. Yeah, don't let this dog get anywhere near any embassies. Mm -hmm. That It would have been cool if they, like, totally embraced the dog and, like, it, you know, no, you can't have it back because we all love the dog. Mm. It is now an honorary prince... Yeah, give, so. him, give him the little little white uh, sheet. Yeah, there yeah. you go. No, but they, I'm glad they got their dog back. Uh, yes, I'm very, I'm very the, thrilled. The for Saudi them. royal family, they, they can afford their own damn dog. And, you, you know, uh, the transition between the UK and Nashville, not that hard. Yeah? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, woodsy cottages. But then you got to go downtown and deal with all the, the drunk people. Yeah. They got those over there, too. Yeah, True. Employee arrested and charged with stealing over $302,000 after authorities say he was inspired by the movie Office Space. And They're fractions of a pack. They literally, uh, this guy's even dumber than the guys in Office Space because he kept a like 
WordPad file on like his company laptop, just outlining his entire plan. He's like, and we're going to do this just like in the movie on the space. And uh, yeah, and, like once the company like started noticing shit going weird, they, they confiscated his laptop and like, like, oh yeah, it's right here. Yeah, all the clues. He was skimming money from us. I, I do love that this scheme is now only directly referenced to Office Space because in the movie... It's Superman 3. They got it from yeah. <laughs> Superman 3, yeah. Yeah. So and, now this is the Office Space And also it's like the whole point of doing it in Office Space was like they all immediately regretted it the well, second they started. They did, a, they did an error with yeah. decimal point. Oh, I'm always screwing up decimals. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it might have worked if they didn't fuck up the decimal. Well. So... It, it might have worked in like 1997 when the movie came out. Yeah. Like today when everything's so connected and like your boss can just pull up all the fucking real-time financial... I, I, yeah, I wouldn't try it. When they when they say Make America Great Again, they're talking about 1997. Gotta bring back old-school scams. Yeah, I, like that paper that uh, that prints out with the things on the side that you have to tear off. Yeah. That's the only way we should be operating at that. all times. Oh, those printers. The, 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 <laughs> the <laughs> dot <laughs> matrix printers. Yeah. Airlines still use them, obviously, because of all the problems we've had recently. Right. Yeah. We would switch, but the last time we tried unplugging our dot matrix printer, a plane, 9 11 happened. So, yeah. can't do uh, it. Yeah, we're sticking with the Hands technology that we know. Mm -hmm. Drunken man poops on PT Cruiser, tells hospital staff his blood will be pure natural Drunk. ice. <laughs> pure natural ice. I, all things considered, Someone taking a shit on a PT Cruiser totals the car at this point. Yeah. They haven't been in production for, what, 15 Very or 20 years? Very long time, yeah. Yeah, this guy got... He, he like, was, we could clean that off, but we're going to charge more than the car's worth. This guy was parked on the side of the road or something, a cop, like, shines his light. What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I just came out here to listen to the owls. And they're like, you've been drinking tonight? And he's like, mm, you know, a couple. He's like, all right, we'll step outside. He, start, he gives him, starts giving him the field sobriety test, and the guy, like, 30 seconds in, he's like, oh, 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 God. And does a standing poop on his own PT Cruiser. Just oh, like, it's his own, yeah. Yeah. Insurance fraud. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you should, it, this is why, you know, I don't I don't agree with it, but if uh, if you want to poop wherever you want, you get the Crohn's card. Yeah. You pull that out on the officer, he can't say anything. It's like those people who roll down the window a crack and say, uh, yeah. I'm a sovereign citizen. This is a civil rights issue. <laughs> yeah. You are discriminating against my right to shit wherever I want. I haven't heard of someone drinking natural ice in so long. The only context I know of natural ice is uh, is from like college where uh, everyone like exactly one time would make the mistake of drinking natural ice instead of their normal beer and mm -hmm. would get twice as drunk on accident mm -hmm. and have a very bad time. Yeah, any beer with a nickname is probably not <laughs> great. Like Milwaukee's Beast instead of Best or yeah, yeah Natty Ice. Um, yeah, I, they've had a, like a resurgence because they started doing that... Uh, you know, white cloth type stuff. Oh, did they? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's not naturalized. Naturalized is supposed to be like steel reserve. It's just a brand at this point. It's like, yeah. it's like uh, ironic. You're like, yeah, I drink shit. Yeah. Is it, you know. I drink I'm... shit and I like it. Yeah, exactly. I drink pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> wow. He drinks pieces of shit for breakfast. That's right. <laughs> anyway, that's our episode. Uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you, loyal viewer, have already seen our two most recent videos of course you from have. our comeback this week. But if you haven't, well, the links are over there. And no shame in clicking on them now. Yeah, and uh, of course, clicking the like button always helps. And uh, records being broken all the time with that like button. Yeah. We love seeing it grow. We love seeing our audience grow. And we love seeing all the very nice comments down there. Thank you so much for watching. Videos are up there now. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.